Welcome to The Practice, a podcast dedicated to unpacking the challenges and joys of being human in this unprecedented time. Each episode will delve into a different aspect of the practice of living with the goal of leaving you empowered to go out into the world as your best self embodied. Hello, my friends, and as always, thank you so much for taking the time and energy to tune into this show. I'm your host, Brooke Davidson. Today's episode is particularly fun for me because it's kind of why this podcast exists in the first place. So the topic is passion projects. This is a term I was personally unfamiliar with until I attended a creativity-focused retreat that was primarily put on by these strong female entrepreneurs, and so many of them kept talking about how important it was to have passion projects, how having a passion project can keep your drive alive. And it was new to me. I had to really sit with it for a moment. What is a passion project? Ultimately, the definition can be as simple as a project that pushes you to explore your inner creativity and personality. In other words, it's something that's driven entirely by personal interest and that doesn't have an external motivation or even an external reward. So one way to consider this is that there's nobody holding you accountable for these projects. You are holding yourself accountable because you want to do the thing. So this podcast is a great example of that. This is something that nobody said, hey, Brooke, you need to make this podcast. Nobody checks in with me every week and says, hey, you getting your other episodes out? This is not a financially fruitful thing for me. It's just kind of a wash. And yet, I'm compelled to do it because I believe in it, because I feel drawn to it. I get excited to make these episodes every week. That's a passion project. And sometimes our passion projects are more private, Sometimes they're shared with others, but if they are shared with others, the reception of the project doesn't matter. Okay, that's a key component of this, is that you cannot care, you cannot become attached to the outcome of the project. You have to be doing it just because you want to do it, and independent of how it's received, you still feel compelled to do it. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, okay, girl, I am busy. I have my hobbies and stuff. Like, how does this differ from that? And, and what is the point of this? Well, quite frankly, creativity is a necessary ingredient to successful living. And when I say successful, I don't mean dollar signs. I mean happiness. I mean fulfilling one's potential. It was recently shown in a variety of studies that creativity is far more predictive of achievement than IQ. Creativity can predict achievement far more than IQ. Think about that. It's so easy to have this like quantitative thing, an IQ number, and say, oh yes, this person will do well. But that's just not true. That's not what the studies show. They show that people who have done well on creativity, indicating tests, are far more likely to win awards, to get promotions, to report themselves as being happy later in life. And that makes sense. 
And if we really think about it, creativity comes into play when we're problem solving, and it comes into play when we're trying to relate to others, when we're trying to just get through a day. But how often do we actually feed and cultivate that creativity consciously? Passion projects do that. Sometimes they help us develop new skill sets. For example, I had never used any podcast creating equipment. I had never used any online platforms for posting podcasts until I decided that I wanted to make this show. And so it's pretty cool to think that our passion projects can actually not just be an outlet for us creatively, but they can also be learning opportunities for us, chances for us to dive deeper into something and inevitably learn some new skills along the way. So the way that I would suggest you maybe start thinking about this, if it's something new to you, is to consider if there's anything in your life that you've ever been interested in trying. This can be something you've literally never tried before, by the way. You don't need to develop a skill set you already have. Um, for example, the first passion project that I dove into after the creative retreat was bead weaving. And I had never worked with seed beads. I had like made my own jewelry growing up, but never in this format. And I had no idea what size needles and thread and blah, blah, blah. And I cannot tell you the countless hours that went into creating a single earring, how many needle sticks I had in my fingers by the end of it and tears that went into it. A single earring probably took me 12 hours, whereas, you know, now that same earring, that very simple one I made at the start would probably take me like an hour. And so sometimes passion projects are things that you just decide to try and it may or may not stick. You may think that you're excited about it and then you try it and you realize, oh, not super into this. But that's part of the process, right? Inevitably, you learn from that experience, and then you take that with you into the next thing. The cool thing about this is that it's kind of an offering to the world from us. And sometimes it's very overt. You know, the difference between this podcast and weaving earrings, for example. This podcast is clearly created as an effort to help people live more mindful and therefore more satisfying and easeful lives. Earrings? They're just earrings. (laughs) You wear them for fun or because you think they're pretty or cute or whatever, right? But either way, simply by pursuing these things that we're passionate about, by dedicating time and energy to it, we cultivate creativity within ourselves. We inspire creativity within our community. People see the things that we do. Even if it's just one person who lives with you and is witnessing this. Even if nobody explicitly witnesses the act, they're going to witness the results when you interact with them. And that creativity ripples out into what you do. Like everybody benefits in this way. And of course, we could talk about how having creative outlets helps a person to distress, how it's a sort of mindfulness act in and of itself, how It gives you something that might feel empowering to you as it's a learning process or as you have this outlet to create something that you care about and feel like you're getting involved in things that you care about. It can be, you know, volunteering some time at the animal shelter or it could be taking time to journal at night. Like 
your passion project doesn't need to be anything. It just needs to be something that you are passionate about and that you decide to, in a disciplined manner, dedicate time and energy to. So this is a fairly short episode, and I'm going to keep it fairly short, but if there's anything I can leave you with as we kind of close out, it's just to consider if there's anything within you that you are excited about when you think of it, anything that you maybe do feel called to do, and then to consider what would it take for you to actually pursue that thing, to make it a part of your life? What would it what would it look like if you said, okay, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to commit to it. I'm not going to care what anybody else says or thinks because this is for me. All right, friends, I will leave this here. I hope that this episode is of some service to you. As always, please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions, concerns, or further commentary. To follow along with my work, you can find me on Instagram at brooke underscore being. If you're interested in contacting me for a private yoga or life coach consult, please send an inquiry to brookedavidsonyoga at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.